Well, it's over. Christmas for 2021 is over. It's in the bag, so to speak. All the gifts have been unwrapped. All the food has been eaten. And now we're just kind of sitting and relaxing. Or maybe you're not. Maybe uh, the day after Christmas, you're one of those individuals who can't wait to get to the store. You can't wait to return the things that don't fit, the things that weren't right. And the mayhem you thought was that was going to end yesterday begins with a new kind of fervor, and it's just kind of crazy. Um, This is the day when everybody runs back to the store, and the people who are working in the stores kind of dread today more than they even dreaded uh, leading up to Christmas. It's it's that mayhem afterwards. Uh, Maybe it's not that bad, though. Maybe you got everything that you were expecting. Maybe Christmas turned out exactly the way you hoped it would be. But that's not necessarily the case for a lot of people. They are trying to figure out how to get everything back and and turn all that uh, craziness uh, back into normalcy again. I wonder, would you want Christmas to maybe last for uh, a couple of months? Would, would, would you like, I know some people like to set their trees up starting in after Labor Day, but would you like Christmas to last for a couple of months? How about a year? How about even two years of Christmas? There's an interesting account in the Gospel of Matthew, that, uh, an account of some men of power, uh, men of means, men of resources and education, and they began looking for the baby Jesus uh, when a star appears in the sky. There's a familiar carol that you might be uh, uh, recognized. We three kings, I know you know it. We three kings of Orion are bearing gifts. We traverse afar, field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. And then about the star itself, star of wonder, star of night, star of royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to the perfect Light. That's the song version of this account. But the historical version actually has quite a bit more drama. And, and if you're looking for more from Christmas, I, I want to encourage you to listen to this story so that you can get not only everything you expect just for the Christmas season, but far beyond as well. Like the Magi, if you want to get more than you expected from Christmas, I suggest that you first look for what they were looking for, that you look for what the Magi were looking for. Matthew chapter 2 in the first two verses says this, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? There's a lot that we don't know about these special men that traveled from the Far East to come and find baby Jesus. Uh, The biblical account actually shares very, very little. We know that they were men of distinction. We know that they had come from the East, but we really don't know anything more than that. In the years since that account has been written, a lot of tradition has been added to the story. For instance, we've given them names now. In, In the last couple of centuries, the names of Gaspar and Melchior and Belshazzar have shown up. And we've also been told that they represented three different continents, Europe, Asia, and Africa. That's not in the Bible, but it's in the stories that have been told since then. And we've also been told that they weren't just men of wisdom, that they were actually kings. The name of the song, We Three Kings. And so traditions added a lot to that, but 
All of that's extra. It's not found in the Bible. We don't know a lot, but we do know that, as I said, they traveled from the east, and they believed that this was a special child that they were looking for, a special newborn king. Later on, Matthew says that from the appearance of the star to when these men actually showed up in Bethlehem, it was about two years. So when they see uh, the baby Jesus, he's actually more like a toddler now, actually. That's, that's what's fascinating about this. They persevered for two years looking for Jesus. When it comes to finding things, my wife is a legend. In our house, if something goes missing, she turns everything upside down. She just gets this obsessive nature about her when something gets lost, and she turn up, turns everything upside down looking for it. Her claim to fame is one time at night finding a lost contact lens in the backyard with a flashlight. She looked for hours for a contact lens and found it. That's her claim to fame. Now, I'm not saying that looking for a lost contact lens and looking for a baby are the same, but I am talking about the same kind of intensity, the same kind of focus. That's what uh, I'm talking about here. Their efforts betray their understanding. I have no idea just what they knew about Jesus whether the, he, they truly understood that he was the Son of God, but they knew that this was more than just a regular baby, more than just another newborn royal child. Is there something that, or someone that you would turn the world upside down looking for? Is there someone or something that you would change your entire schedule, your world, just to find? That's what Christmas is about. Are you looking for what the wise men were looking for? When you find Jesus, you're going to find more than you expected. As long as you're looking for what they were looking for. There's more than that though. If you want more than what you expected from Christmas, you need to look for what they were looking for and you also need to honor what they honored. You need to honor what they honored. Uh, verse 2 tells us their simple plan. They came to worship. Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. Where's the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. We've come to worship him. I don't know about you, but my imagine kind of just takes off here. Um, it's been quite a while since Leslie and I had toddlers in the house, but I haven't forgotten what that looks like and what that sounds like. Can you imagine? You're, you're, it's, it's the day after a holiday or, or, or whatever, and you're just trying to clean up the house and keep things going, keep the kids occupied while, while they play and you're doing it, and there's a knock at the door. You're not expecting guests, but the guests that are at the door are very distinguished people. Mary and Joseph got used to sometimes, I guess they got used to these kinds of things happening. They got used to different, as the chosen perspective said. Maybe they learned to expect the unexpected, but this was very unexpected. There are very few people who truly knew who Jesus was. I don't think that these men truly knew who Jesus was, but as I said, they knew he was more than just an average child, and they came to worship him. Worship. Of all the things that you've done at Christmas, is worship one of them? 
hallowed, reverent, focused, submissive worship to Jesus, the King. It's something to consider. The Son of God coming for you, that's worthy of your worship. That's worthy of you taking time out and doing nothing else except giving Him the praise and the honor and the glory that Jesus is worthy of. Those wise men honored Jesus with their worship. Have you honored Jesus, your King? Like the wise men, as I said, you're going to get everything that you expected out of Christmas if you look for what they were looking for and if you honor what they honored. But also there's, there's more. I want to encourage you to follow what they followed. To follow what they followed. Matthew chapter, four, chapter 2, starting with verse 4, says this. King Herod called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem and Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, Bethlehem and the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the first star appeared. He told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child, and when you find him, Come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way. And the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. And it went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. You know what's really interesting about this? There are people who were waiting for Jesus to come. But there weren't a lot of people who were looking for Jesus to come. And sometimes I think that's you and me. We're waiting for Jesus to show up in our lives. But, and we pray, we ask, we, we plead sometimes when we're desperate. We, 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 we pray in so many different ways and we're looking for Him to come, but not necessarily... Uh, we, actually, we're waiting for Jesus to come, but not we're necessarily looking for Him to arrive, looking for His wisdom, looking for His patience, looking for His presence. And I wonder if that's you and me at times. Waiting for Jesus to show up, but never looking to see if He's actually arrived. Those men followed all of the signs, and the signs led them exactly where they needed to go. God knows exactly what you need to see. He knows exactly what you need to understand. He knows exactly how you need to feel and how you need to think in order for you to understand. And I'm encouraging you, as this year ends and a new year begins, not just to be uh, waiting for Jesus, but look for Him in every part of your lives. Look for Him. The wise men got more than they expected. They were not disappointed when they arrived and found Jesus there. And so they were looking for Him. They honored Him and they worshipped Him in many, many ways. And lastly, I want you to not just look and honor and worship, but I want you to give like they gave. Give what they gave. Matthew chapter 2, 
says this in verse 11 and 12. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream that they were not, uh, should not return to Herod. It's interesting, the account says that they opened up their treasure. They had planned on honoring Jesus. They, not just, they weren't satisfied with merely finding him. They were going to give something to this newborn king. And I suppose you and I, the Bible says that where our treasure is, there our heart is also. Matthew chapter 6. So I want to encourage you to give the way that they gave. I'm not just talking about treasure, that physical treasure. I'm talking about you. I'm talking about giving yourselves to Jesus, to follow Him, to give your lives to Him. There's nothing better. That's how Christmas keeps on going. It doesn't end because we've finally taken things back that didn't fit. It begins and stays. It, it res, uh, that whole feeling resides in our minds and in our hearts. And we live for Him and we follow Him and we worship Him and we honor Him. That's really what it means to keep looking for that star. I want to encourage you as this year ends and as 2022 begins... To be like the wise men, always looking, and when they finally arrive, so satisfied that they gave from their hearts to honor and worship the King of Kings. These men studied the heavens, and when it was all said and done, they found the Lord of heaven and earth. If you're looking for Jesus, you won't be disappointed. And when you find him, you're going to want to give from the very treasure of your heart to do so. Merry Christmas. God bless you. And Happy New Year.